Good morning and welcome to Emmett Audio. And I told myself I was going to look up the episode number and then I just totally forgot. So we're in somewhere in the, I don't know, 114, 115 range, I think. Okay. I've been thinking about this episode for a couple days now um, because I want to talk about customer service. And there's two things to say about customer service. The first thing is that it's important to recognize what kind of customer service you want to be in a position of providing because it's just as easy to put yourself on the hook for providing more customer service than you are interested in providing as it is to provide too little. Now, I think too much is what most people fear. I think people worry that they're going to um, end up wasting all their time interacting with customers. And I would argue that that's the wrong way to think about it, that, that your interactions with your customers are the lifeblood of your business. And so, um, while I certainly think it's possible to find yourself in a position where you need to streamline processes in order to create realistic expectations of how much people are going to interact with you, in my experience, even when you have a spate of someone interacting with you a lot, that doesn't last. It just means that they are, that that customer is getting invested in you, which is what you want. And it's not that they're going to be that involved with talking with you for months and months and months. I've seen this time and again where somebody wants to interact. I interact with them as much as they want to interact. We forge a real bond. And then that person, that customer is someone that I know from that point forward. And we don't need to interact as much. It's not that these things accumulate and you're still interacting at the same level. It's that when somebody finds you, really loves what you do and wants to invest themselves in your life story, there is a certain desire for interaction. And if you shut yourself off from that interaction, you are snuffing out that investment right at the beginning. And so when I see um, people who have websites where, for instance, in order to reach out to somebody, you need to fill out one of those stupid forms where you enter your name and your email and send a message. And it sort of feels like you're sending it off into a, into a trash bag, right? Into a trash bin. Like you're pretty sure that you're never going to hear back from that person. Or if it is, it's sort of the last thing on their priority list. That always feels really crummy and it snuffs out my investment in whoever it is that I'm reaching out to. So for me, I have always tried to place the customer's experience of interacting with me before, ahead of my own experience of the situation. Um, and I try to have good boundaries, right? I'm not always great about it, but if I'm interacting with my family, I'm not going to respond to somebody right away. But I do try to respond to people as quickly as I can. Um, in part, this has to do with time management, and I'll get to that in a second. But in part, it just has to do with I want their experience to be as seamless as possible. This is one of the reasons why I have not um, 
enabled my web store because, and there's a whole psychological component to that as well that we'll get into with another um, episode. But one of the reasons I have not enabled my web store is that I want customers to be able to change and adjust their orders as much as they want right up to the point that I actually make them. And people do it all the time. People say, oh, can I add this? Can I add that? Can I change this? Can I change that? And if I had them buy something and pay for it right at the beginning, it might streamline my process, but it does nothing for the customer's experience. All it does is puts up a roadblock to them being able to adjust and change and add things and shift around what they want. And so while it's a little more work for me to have it make it so that they come to me and we have a conversation, I'm getting two things out of it. First of all, usually people add to their orders, not subtract from them. So I'm getting more work by making it easy for somebody to just add stuff. And second of all, I'm building a real rapport with the person. And I'm not thinking of them as a customer. I'm thinking of them as a person that I'm getting to know that I am helping. And that difference is crucial. And I think with automation these days and the way that websites and software can take orders and take payment and all this, the temptation is to automate as much as possible so that you can get down to just making. But that's putting the horse before the or putting the cart before the horse. The horse, the thing that is driving everything about your business is the customer and their wants and their desires and your connection with them as a real person. And the harder you make it for them to have a smooth experience and the harder you make it for you and the customer to have a relationship, the more tenuous that relationship is. So I think rethinking your strategy to customer service and rethinking your um, biases towards what you're worried about is important. We haven't even touched on, and I'm not going to in this episode, we haven't even touched on what do you do, you know, how do you provide excellent customer service? And I'll get into that in a different episode.